0: Hi, this is Karen Kelly and you're listening to An Appetite for Life. There's a great mix on this show, with to various topics, amazing guests and the occasional celebrity girl. So welcome to the show and my guest today is Helen Bowler. She's the founder of the Memories Box, which is a box that helps young minds manage bereavement and anxiety. So welcome, Helen. Welcome to the show. Hi, Karen. Thanks for having me. So tell me all about Memories Box and kind of explain the concept and where the idea come come from and what it's all about. Okay. Um, Memories
1: Box was created by myself um, after a few uh, conversations with friends, really. Uh, They especially like with the pandemic and lots of people dying and losing their lives. Yeah. I realized that friends of mine didn't really know how to talk to their children about it and how to yeah. talk about death. And it is a really taboo subject in many families. And it's very hard to talk to children and to know what to say. Um, because of my dad died before my son was born. It's been a pretty natural conversation in our house. Yeah. And you know, what kids are like, they ask lots of questions. They do. So, yeah.
0: So, really so inquisitive.
1: Okay, there's got to be a way to make this easier for adults. Really, it, it's to support children, but it's to support adults as well, because I think it's them that find it the hardest.
0: Well, it's really so. difficult, isn't it? Because if you experience a loss, and I know, of course, we've been surrounded by it during COVID in the pandemic, uh, but obviously, people have passed away, you know, due to other illnesses mm. as well. But as a parent, if you've got, if you're suffering a loss. You've, you've got to be strong enough to kind of, like you say, talk to your child and explain that loss whilst you're going through it yourself. And they're going to see their parent in a different light for a short time, aren't they? While yeah. they deal with their loss and their grief. Most definitely. And I am passionate that we have these conversations
1: with our children before they become necessary. Yeah. That it becomes a, not necessarily a daily topic, definitely not, but a natural topic and yeah. not taboo. So that, when it does happen because it will happen um it's not such you know there's a little bit more understanding I and mean, we teach about everything else to our kids we support them in every other way, every way and yet, yeah and yet talking about death is like okay we yeah, won't face that one just yet yeah yeah because yeah, because we don't want to face our own mortality I guess yeah um so so it is it's just to try and ease that process and to try and make it a little bit more natural and The last thing that you want, I mean, children suffer from bereavement as adults do, and they show the same feelings and but in different ways. So you might not necessarily realize that your child is grieving just as hard as you are because of their behavior. Yeah. The way it's shown is very different. So um, and also
0: with that, with with an age as well, if a child is a toddler and maybe they've lost a sibling or a new baby sister or brother, that must be horrendous for the parent obviously to deal with anyway but how are they going to kind of explain that to their child and their behavior could be it could be they could be misbehaving couldn't they or
1: exactly exactly um actually I am just in the process of trying to create a box specifically for baby loss because as you say siblings who are expecting a baby to arrive and then yeah. their baby's lost or stillborn or you know those horrific things that do happen um it's it's got to have a massive impact on them. Yeah, most definitely.
0: I mean, because you'd expect maybe children to lose a grandparent first, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yes. You know, not yes. a parent or a sibling. So, I mean, it, we've heard so much about it. It's it's just absolutely heartbreaking. I mean,
1: even pets.
0: Yeah, and pets. They,
1: they are a family member and, yeah. and
0: it can be devastating. The bereavement absolutely. is the same. Absolutely. So, um, funnily enough, I was listening to a podcast this morning and it was Fern and Cotton, and she recently lost her cat. And Mm. she was trying to explain her feelings. Her cat had been alive for 20 odd years. It had been through her career, mainly her, her, you know, the main um, depth of her career. And she was absolutely devastated. And people without animals or people who have never had an animal or been close to animals. They won't get it, but you so do. If you're an animal, we've got a dog and I can't imagine life without him. He's part of the family. So yeah, that's, that's a biggie too, isn't it? It really is. So what do the boxes contain and, and how can
1: they help? Okay, in every box is a storybook. So so I've created them by age really and tried yeah. to make them age appropriate. Uh so I've started them from about three years, more so because of that is the age where it's been recognized that children do show symptoms and of grief from that age. Yeah. Um, and also because of the craft activities I've put inside. A lot of them, you know, you don't give them to under three-year-olds yeah for safety (laughs) Um, yeah exactly exactly so in each box is a storybook then I've tried to link in a craft activity to do with that storybook um, and then also paints to paint the actual box itself so the box is a really beautiful white sturdy box that can then be kept as a memory box but instead of uh, there are some beautiful boxes out there with engraving and wood and everything but my idea behind it was to get the child involved to get their fingerprint on the box to get their you know through art therapy I guess you know yeah. to just get their stamp on it and make it theirs
0: so they can color the box in and make yes. it their own design yes so what's the storybook about is it about death and bereavement and loss or is it you know what what is the story the about the
1: majority of them are
0: um but like there's one Badger's Parting
1: Gifts, which a lot of people have heard of. And it is a beautiful book and it's about Badger and he knows he's coming to the end of his life and he wants to prepare his friends. So it's about that story. That's set. making me
0: feel emotional. Listening <laughs> oh, to that, are, are, oh, my they,
1: goodness. But they are. They're beautiful books. I bought in lots of books and I read them all to my son. <laughs> bless him. <laughs> he was like, well oh, this one this one <laughs> so um, he'll be well prepared <laughs> yeah so we we picked our favorites and, and we worked through it from that um but it, it's by reading a story to a child you can talk about things in the third party and it can open those lines of communication without it being about us. it's about somebody else and and it can just start those conversations
0: and make them more natural and just just easier. And okay. um, what sort of things do you find that children, maybe as young as three, four, mm-hmm. five, they, the younger generation kind of thing, How, what are they putting inside the boxes? So, when they've coloured the boxes in, what kind of items are they putting in well, there? Well, the craft activities
1: that I've included for the younger children, um, you can make, I've put in canvas and buttons, and you can paint on a tree. And then for every button that you stick on, that could be a memory of a person or something you did with that person or so each button will represent a memory um another one is sand art again I've done a lot of these with my son he's six um and as we layered the different colors of sands we actually talked about feelings with that
0: one rather than memories. yeah that's what, good because you've got yeah. different layers and how deep you're going exactly. to go with and your feelings one of the
1: things that really struck me was I always think of the color blue as sad crying tears he said no mum that reminds me of the sea at Nanny's. That's a happy colour. So,
0: yeah. So we all we all do see. I mean obviously blue is cold, isn't it? To yeah, me. I think blue yeah. is cold, chilly. But it's my favorite colour. Maybe <laughs> that represents me. Who knows? But yeah, we do we do see colours differently. We've got the general Definitely. representation, but we do have our own. But
1: thoughts. again, it things like that, they can open up the conversation about emotions yeah. and feelings and how people can feel differently about different things. So yeah, it, it's all based around emotions, so they're great for kids that suffer from anxiety as well. um He did spend a little while going to school. He's I now home educate, um, and he found it very difficult to part from me. And there's a book in one of the boxes called The Invisible String, and it's about how we're always connected via love.
0: Always, yeah. So that's again, lovely, isn't it? The Invisible String. That's yeah. a really great way to for him yeah. to understand that. Yeah, because it is so true, isn't it? it really, is so true. So I suppose they could also place maybe something that me, meant something to him and that person that's passed, yes. you know, an object or whether it's yes. a, a poem or, you know, anything that would that connects those two together, they could put in there as well. Definitely, I, I don't know if you have a box in memory of
1: anyone, but I have one for in memory of my dad and in that I've got his hat that he used to wear. Um, his clock that he had beside the bed so things like that that meant a lot to him that remind me of him so yeah if I want to reflect I can sit and I can have a look through
0: these things and
1: those memories come flooding back so
0: and I've got a tag from one of my dogs a tag that I kept that he had on his collar Jack yeah for when, (laughs) when when he went um so do you believe that they really do maybe deliver a positive change um so maybe a child can accept that loss and maybe acceptance is, is at the end really isn't it it's something you live with but do you yeah. really feel that does deliver what you want to deliver definitely i've had some
1: great feedback from people that have had boxes and one of the stories that had the greatest impact was from a lady who isn't of necessarily good health herself physically but she's got you know she's got a lot of life left in her yeah. um, and her and her son were were completing one of the boxes for his grandfather and um, at the end of it he said "Mom, I'm worried about you because of like Badger in the story his legs were weak your uh. legs are weak are you gonna die mum and she was able to say no I've got a strong heart yes my legs are weak but I've got a really strong heart and we know that because I've had these appointments and checked and everything else and it she didn't realize how concerned he was about her.
0: her. Yeah. So it
1: really opened up that conversation between them and she could really, I think it was fantastic because it gave them a connection that they didn't have before. Yeah. And an understanding. So it, yeah. I it mean, definitely really, does work. Yeah.
0: yeah. So once they, once the child has this memory box and they put their own stamp on it, if you mm-hmm. like, and put inside things, you know, that are, you know, um, special to them, do you offer, like an extra or continued support for them online or, you know, you're part of your yeah, it's service.
1: It's not something that personally I can do. So I've incorporated, I've had lots of people come and um, record on my site with me. So if you go onto my website, there's lots of links to find support from other people and other suggestions, other suggestions of books, even. So if they re- if people reach my site looking for help and they don't think the boxes are for them, there is further support and ideas there. So
0: And is there like a, a counselling or therapy available as well that they can follow links to or is yes. that included? Yeah. Yes,
1: they can follow links to other people. I mean, obviously you have to find support that is right for you and your family. Yeah. Not of everyone course. is, you know, you have to find what you're comfortable with as well. So so
0: there's just a few suggestions on there. Wonderful. Helen, we're just going to take a short break to give a shout out to our wonderful sponsors and we'll be back in a few minutes' time. Let me introduce our sponsor, Everything Genetic Limited, specialists in preventative healthcare testing, helping people to identify to see if they are at risk of developing common hereditary cancers and heart conditions. Based in Nantwich Cheshire, they partner with some of the UK's market-leading laboratories, supplying revolutionary genetic tests to healthcare providers and patients for the detection, diagnosis, and treatment planning of cancer, heart disease, and other illnesses. One of their main aims is to democratize genetic testing, meaning everyone can take control of their own well being and health care to detect any problems at an early stage when they are most treatable. They also offer a COVID testing service, which is on the government list, initially launched to support clinical partners who were unable to get patients in during the pandemic. This service enables patients to come back into clinics to resume all important cancer testing and is available through over 200 partner companies. They offer a comprehensive range of coronavirus COVID-19 test kits and services for individuals, healthcare providers and employers. For more information, visit their website, everythinggeneticlimited.co.uk. So welcome back where we're talking to Helen Bowler, who's the founder of the Memories Box. So welcome back, Helen. So we've been talking about this fabulous box, but is this something that you do alongside another job? What's your backstory? What what led you into creating this memory (laughs) box? I actually, my... My whole career has been in retail, working
1: my way way up retail. Um, And then I had my son and I, um, again, I I was doing different things via retail and things. And then when he went to school and he was struggling with school
0: and then the pandemic here, we decided to home educate. So I mean, the majority were being home educated anyway, weren't they? So it's the a yeah. perfect time to start. He wasn't missing out. Exactly,
1: exactly. And we do it in a very different way to how school does. We do follow his passions and and learn about the things that he wants to learn about. And so we have a fantastic time doing that. Absolutely love it. So Memories Box
0: works alongside myself. So I'm you're actually. you're you're kind of a home teacher. Are you a qualified teacher no. as well? Or no, no, no. So you say you're from the retail. What kind of things? What um, what areas? What categories were you? Retail or industry, sorry. In, Industries was are the words in, I'm looking for. Industries. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I was always in fashion. Retail. Oh wow! Um, but I worked for a, a boutique for many years. For 15 years, I worked for the same family-run boutique, and a lot of my customers would come back just to have a conversation just to offload so I was a little bit more of a counselor (laughs) with them you know they would come in and they would tell me their stories because then they could walk away they'd offloaded, a bit like being a hairdresser I think yeah you go and tell your hairdresser all sorts everything Um, isn't it why do we do that (laughs) (laughs) I think it's it's nice to have somebody that you can open up to and you know that they're not then going to get upset with other family members because they're not part of that. Exactly. Yeah. So, we walk um, away and
0: leave them with we offload on them. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> leave them happy for the day, which many people did. Um and I've I've always loved that part of it because I loved just feeling that people could come and talk to me and came back and spoke yeah. to me again and um yeah, absolutely loved that probably more than I loved selling the clothes.
0: So, yeah.
1: It, so it, it what's, what
0: thing. what have you got planned for 2022? So, of course, you've got the memories box. Have you got anything else planned? Anything else yes. you're working on at the moment? Not at the moment. Memories box and my son are taking up. It's taking time up a lot time. time, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, silly so question, really.
1: Just a case of um, continuing on and doing things, having the opportunity to do podcasts like this and...
0: Um, growing the business and definitely yeah. definitely yeah. oh it's been lovely talking to you but let, let's just find out more about you so just for fun okay. I like <laughs> to ask my guests some silly questions silly silly questions so I know we were talking about losing an animal uh, a few minutes ago weren't we uh, talking about bereavement and and you still suffer losing an animal Mm. so uh, what kind of pets do you like I could hear a dog barking in the background before (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say are you a dog or a cat lover what sort of pet would you generally (laughs) have I think we know
1: (laughs) she is in my house we have two dogs one's very old and one is two and a half and she likes the sound of her own voice. Yeah. Well there are um, quite a few do, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also had a cat that adopted us. Uh, about 18 months ago he started living in our front garden and we couldn't we couldn't have him indoors because of the dogs. So my husband and my son built a house in the front garden for him. So Aww. What
0: kind of <laughs> dogs are they? What kind? What breed? Uh they are both
1: mixed. So the eldest one she's a ridgeback staff cross. Uh, she was rescued RSPCA. Um, and then the younger one, Yeah, this will make you laugh because her mum is a ridgeback Mastiff cross and her dad is a Jack Russell cross. Oh,
0: what an yeah. unusual looking dog. I'm not obviously <laughs> I can't see it, but I can maybe try and picture it. I'll send you a bit. But they're picture. always the best dog. They've got the great temperaments, I think, when you've got a crossbeard like that. Yeah. Okay, then. So, what's your favourite footwear? Oh, goodness
1: me. You know, at the moment, because of we go to forest school, we stand outside a lot.
0: So you're in your wellies a lot or your trainers well, a lot? I was
1: in my wellies a lot and my feet were freezing. So I invested in a pair of snow boots. Oh, lovely. <laughs> and, yeah, they are fantastic because of obviously we get out, as I say, we get outside a lot because of Jack loves the outdoors. Yeah. And because I'm trying to follow his passions with his learning.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah I'm quite often round a campfire you so, know I, I love that I love that but talking about footwear it's funny, is it? Because I think in my younger, younger days, it had to be st- still is and it makes your legs look slimmer and you yeah. want to be looking glamorous when you're younger. And then you hit a certain age and you think, <laughs> I can't walk in these anymore. You start falling off them, maybe, don't you? And or then the I think. Ache. Yeah, definitely <laughs> or... backache. I get backache even if I'm stood barefoot. But I just think we, we're kind of more of a flat shoe now, aren't we? It just <laughs> comes to all of us. It's comfort all the way, isn't it? Let's face it.
1: That's it.
0: And what's your favourite film? Oh, my favourite film.
1: Yeah, I don't. Well, my... If you're
0: homeschooling, do you watch many films
1: with no, your six-year-old? We, we don't. He he doesn't like films. He doesn't like to sit still for that long. No. So so we can't watch films. One of my most favourite films when I was younger was Flatliners.
0: Oh, I remember Flatliners. Was Julie yeah. Roberts in that film? I can't. Julie Roberts, she Flatliners was. with um. Yes, Julie Roberts. I'm sure it was Julie Roberts.
1: I don't know if she was. I can't remember oh. the characters, but. I remember the storyline, Kevin Bacon, he was one of the characters, wasn't he? That rings um, a bell, yeah. But that whole, the whole, I, I don't know, I must have been born
0: thinking about afterlife, was, I yes, think. about death <laughs> again, isn't <Yeah>. it? <laughs> it, was. <laughs> it was. Clearly you are yeah. in the right, you know, yeah. on your yeah. passion. Yeah, definitely,
1: definitely. I find it very interesting. I find it a very interesting subject and yeah. to f- hear other people's beliefs about, what happens next?
0: Yeah, well. and it's funny, you know. I've been doing some research for my second book, and um, the characters at a funeral. So I had to do a bit of a deep dive into what happens to the body after, and yes. the choices, and the embalming, and everything. And it's really interesting, isn't it? It really yes, is interesting. Very. I mean, that's just part of the journey into their afterlife somewhere. But I found that really fascinating. Mm. Okay, one more before we go. If you were stranded on a desert island, what book would you take, and why? Oh goodness me there's so many good see, books at see the again
1: i love james patterson as an author yeah they tend to be <laughs>
0: Again, i don't know
1: i have something
0: you're strange. scaring me <laughs> helen
1: something strange in my head um <laughs> yeah uh, uh yeah other than that i'm uh, books that make you
0: laugh romances yeah, yeah. as well. so do you, think in a, do you think in another life you may would have Wanted to be an undertaker, maybe? You think? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Anything yeah. related to death? <laughs> you never know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Helen, it's been so it's been so lovely talking to you today. So, for our listeners, let's yes. go back to the Memories Box. How can they, they get in contact you with you or have any questions? How can yes. they get in touch? Yes, with you? Yeah, certainly. Well,
1: quite easy because wherever I am, I am memoriesbox.co.uk. So that is the website. Facebook and Instagram
0: Um, I'm also on LinkedIn as Helen Bowler. Okay and how much are the memories boxes how much are they are they different sizes? They are different sizes
1: different prices the um, least expensive is 28 pounds I think it is and then they increase Um, however I have recently added a section where you can create your own um basically to give that option to people who can either if they buy a box but there's two children who need it, they can just add something extra to it. Or if finances are a problem or they want to spend even more, then they yeah. can they can make it up as they go and choose different parts of it in it. So the flexibility when, is there.
0: And of course, there for children. What age group would you say that starts? Is it up to 16 year old Is it mainly kind of under tens?
1: I think it could quite easily
0: go into the teens and yeah. even young adults yeah yeah brilliant oh it sounds amazing so everyone check out the website memories box and uh i wish you all the best this year with the memories box and i'm sure we'll chat again in the future thank you so much karen thanks for having me on you've been listening to my podcast appetite for life also supported by sponsor dane bank house dental practice where happiness starts with a smile would you like to be a guest on this show? Or maybe you're interested in a sponsorship package. For any further information, you can find me across various social media platforms as Karen Kelly Podcasts or send me an email, Kelly at btinternet.com.